Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Greetings and salutations, listeners of the Crossrip, and welcome to this week's show. We've got a fun one this week. We're going to be talking about Brickheads's... Well, it's Lego's announcement about Brickheads. Brickheads is not the brand. Whatever, Troy. Anyway, Lego's big announcement about Brickheads. We're also going to be talking about uh, some SCTV reunion stuff, uh, a little bit of Harold Ramis uh, reminiscing. And then in the second half of the show, we're going to be speculating on what we think will be happening on Ghostbusters Day, which is right around the corner. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Hey, you, you mentioned uh, the loony. That that reminded me. Have you checked your Dollarama for, for Ghostbuster stuff? I, I haven't looked down here, but I no, guess there's more friend, stuff um, popping up. A good friend of mine stopped by his this morning. That's how I, I, how I got to confirm. He sent me. <laughs> he does that all the time. He doesn't send an opening text message. He sends, he's like, so it pops up on my phone, and it's just the, the tiny 16 by 16 thumbnail, and I'm like, I have no idea what that is. Yeah. But... He hasn't sent text. I know he sent a picture, so I have to overlook it. And sure enough, he's there at the Dollarama. Uh, there's a wall uh, with, yeah, the monsters from the Mattel, Answer the Call of Mattel But just, line. just the, the ghosts, right? None of the, like, human figures? Correct. Huh. At least not Interesting. Yet. Okay. Um, at one point, they had... No, they had the the answer the call figures. Well, that's that's as where well those Mattel, the, the Walmart ones showed up, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know about that. The classic figures, as well. right, right. There was a time yeah. where you could grab them all there, and I did. So I was gonna go check today. I never got the time. I'm sure I'm sure they are because that's mm. what Dollarama does. Like it's a it's a chain. Yeah, they they buy covers. up the surplus and then they distribute it to their stores, yeah. right? Sort of like you know uh, finding um, Ecto Cooler at the ninety nine cent store when I was right. visiting you last. Yeah. Right? So, but same thing. I mean, there must be some, you know, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse of stuff that they just, oh, hey, we have these boxes still. Uh, sell them off to the Dollarama Big Lot stores. And uh, it's like they keep yeah. discovering. It's it's the weirdest thing. It's like the Universal. I just saw online that Universal Orlando in one of their shops has like Back to the Future 2, Ghostbusters 2, Jaws 3D, um, Tops trading cards in uh-huh. one of the stores. Like, wh- where did those come from? What? That how is- did those pop up after all these years? That is a company because a like these same people are selling lots of them on eBay, and I mean collected groupings, lots, not whole bunch. Yeah, if you follow. Uh, and they come in all varieties. They have like you know a, a, a countertop box to 
the whole shipping box with like I don't know 30 of the countertop boxes inside and, like, and they just sat on them since like the late 80s I is that no but he, here's the thing more than one store I've been into like toy traders uh, you know here in the lower mainland uh, beautiful British Columbia um, massive toy store um, next time you're up we have to go because it is yeah. kind of amazing Ooh, that sounds great uh, Yes. It is. So it's a big warehouse, like big box store style place yeah. that you put a Best Buy or whatever in. So it's got lots of ceiling space above it. And they've started hanging stuff like they got the neck, the giant NECA Slimer, like, you know, the thousand dollar one right, or whatever. Right. Things like that. They'll hang those up there. Nice. But along the walls with all that space, they build dioramas. So for a place that has a floor where they are selling G.I. Joe's, etc., loose in boxes on cards everything they have enough of them lying around that they have like a diorama of a cobra versus gi joe fight involving not one not two but three of the aircraft carriers <laughs> a dozen of the jets oh my God. and thousands of the little guys like it is wow uh, go to I don't know, Kevin Smith last time he was filming The Flash or something when he was up here he went there and took a picture like he was amazed too. anyway the point is is that place and others you know they've got the stuff close to the till is where they uh, it's where I get my uh, Ghostbusters my emojis and all that that's oh, the only place yeah. I've ever found yeah. them and behind the counter they have similar to that picture we saw a display of probably about you know a dozen 16 or so different classic pop culture cards and not not loose or like you know not like one of this or one of this or one of that each one has its own section yeah they I mean, had it looks, it looks stocked it looks yeah. like you know when you went to the grocery yeah. store and that's where the tops cards were it looks exactly like it did in 1989 it's so either a lot of these places all have the same idea and they're just buying i think there's a company that reaches out to them and goes you look like the kind of place that sells pop culture gear we have a bunch of pop culture stuff and included uh, in that is did you want a point of purchase because they're buying them up for pennies whatever they were their price point was originally i don't think they've accumulated much and th- they're and they're buying them in such mass amounts i'm sure they're selling them onto these people at like 10 cents a pack oh, at yeah. which point they're turning around and saying that'll be five bucks and i'm like it's vintage yeah, okay yeah sure Right, like yeah, because that's I mean, there's the the last bookstore out here in L.A. that that is also selling the Ghostbusters two trading cards in yeah. in the wax packs and uh, I don't know if it was you it was or like somebody else, bucks. but there's a place in New York that's kind of an old pop culture place and same deal. They they sent me a picture going, look what I found. I'm like, yeah, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Don't eat the gum. <laughs> Definitely do not eat the gum. I've I've seen videos of people trying to do it. It's it's not pretty. Don't eat the gum. At best, it, it, it for anybody who's like. I'll be clever and I'm going to try it. Like I'm going to dare my friends or we'll just have it. No. No, no. At best, it disintegrates into sawdust and it'll be horrible. And you'll be picking it out of your teeth forever. Or it has fossilized. (laughs) It breaks. And it used to do this when we were kids. It would like break apart. snap in half. Yeah. Eh, sharp. No. This is now, um, uh, what do you, uh, not flint. What do you call, uh. That volcanic glass that they chipped oh, off god. to make <laughs> yeah, like, obsidian or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. And yeah, it'll puncture your your cheek. Or, that's hyperbole, but it feels like it. But Ugh. 
don't don't do that. But but pick them don't up if if your store has them because <laughs> it's kind of fun to go into a store and be like, oh, I'll take four packs of Ghostbusters two and two packs of Back to the Future two and. Small aside, uh, uh, yeah. you and I are still working towards doing that for charity Ghostbusters. Uh, yes, containment it, unit loot but box. Surely. Yeah, slowly it, but surely, it's gonna have some of them as well. Because I have, I actually have a box. I um, I picked up a full display box, and then an empty one for keeping. Yeah. Uh, man, I I got a sell sheet for them. The ones oh, you're that you kidding. Send out to the stores. Yeah. I have the posters that were in the countertop boxes. Ooh. I got a. I mean, I know you're a big a big tops collector, so that that makes you know. I I, I would be disappointed if you didn't have uh, multiples <laughs> of everything. That big uh, big oversells it a little bit, but I am keen. I am a keen collector of top stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right, well, um, go go to your local ninety nine cent store, Dollar General, whatever. Check out. I'm I'm gonna go to our ninety nine cent store. We never get the Ghostbuster stuff, but I'll I'll check just in yeah. case. And you got, uh, it. you got it. You got to do it. Um, all right. Well, so let's see. We've got uh, we've got some news. <laughs> a ninety nine so ninety nine cent. Sh- sh- what was that Wayne Gretzky quote? Uh, you miss out on the Ghostbusters you... collectibles of one hundred percent of the ninety nine cent stores. You don't go check. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's, that was a really that's a awkward, really awkward paraphrase. But it'll, that was a really awkward trip around the block. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, or something like kind that. Kind of a half ass uh, joke. Uh, I'm sorry, I interrupted. It's fine. It's fine. All oh, wait. Right, so, I'm an old man. I have no shame. <laughs> oh, you have no shame. Old man river over there. It just keeps. No. Um, yeah, we got news coming up uh, and uh, a couple fun news items. And then we're going to get into a very fun uh, discussion topic that I'm excited to uh, get into with you, Chris. So let's get the news out of the way. And then uh, we'll do some discussion about what we think will happen on Ghostbusters Day 2018. Here we go with the news. Hey guys, Peter. I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head. Multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucking. How about a little music? Uh, all right, so. Let's let's start with the Lego announcement, Chris. This is uh, yeah. this is fun um, and kind of came out of the blue. This is something that I expected. Speaking of our Ghostbusters Day conversation, I thought this might be, you know, the kind of stuff that we would get on Ghostbusters Day. So maybe Lego's trying to jump the gate a little bit to get a little more, a little more visibility, a little more notoriety. But um, they are adding Ghostbusters to their Brickheads line, which yeah. um, I was not familiar with until this announcement. Uh, so I went looking and they're actually really cool. They've got uh, Back to the Future and Marvel and DC yeah. and a whole bunch of Jurassic Park. They just have a whole bunch of stuff that you can buy. I guess it's like their answer to pop finals, maybe kind of. Yeah. But I guess the, the, the difference between this and the pop vinyls is this comes as a Lego kit that you build. Uh, and yeah. uh, you get to you get to put together your own collectible bobblehead of Peter Vankman and Slimer at a to be determined date for a to be determined price point. We just got a picture. We don't, there's no other information except for a picture that uh, all of the news outlets tweeted out. So That's all we need. They look, they look beautiful. They look cool. It's a cool style. Uh, I did see somebody on the Ghost Core Facebook page say they wanted to know what Slimer's butt was going to look like in Lego form. And, uh, <laughs> and I did see Eric or whoever's manning the uh, Twitter account there, or the Facebook account said, uh, yeah, uh, g- get ready because it's it doesn't disappoint you. <laughs> so, <laughs> until we get that rear view of 
horse nightmare. I mean, that's the, like everybody that goes into the spirit Halloween shop and they see that foam, uh, Slimer, everybody calls out the butt. You got a Slimer's got an excellent, butt. thanks Steve Johnson. Um, but yes. uh, we, 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 we know why now we remember? know why now go back a couple episodes to hear how Steve Johnson, uh, was inspired <laughs> chemically for Slimer. Um, but uh, yeah, this this is exciting. I mean, it's it's good to see that uh, Lego is still supporting the Ghostbusters brand. Uh, I would imagine this is probably just the first of you know it's it's Peter and Slimer, so they've got to be coming out with at least the three other guys and yeah maybe a little bit more. But uh, well, here's the thing: there's an advantage to Lego that the other ones don't have, which is every time you make another one, even um, Funko Pop attempts. It can do very little to repurpose what it's already made. So, for example, I believe the, they'll do little special ones like the Paul Feig Funko Pop they did, which was a very limited number, was essentially um, repurposing the head paint on one figure on the Kingsman body of another sort of thing, right? Right. Yeah. Kind of clutch it together. Yeah. Which means that when you make a new – if you're going to do the Ghostbusters in Funko Pops or – pop vinyls or whatever, every single one is a brand new mold. That's an expense, a tooling expense. That's all this sort of thing for Lego. When you do Venkman, uh, yeah, his, he's got a ghostbuster body built of all these different little individual parts. So when you put together the other three guys, you're maybe changing. I, I mean, I'm just going to pull a number out of my ear. 15% of the, yeah, that makes sense. It's, the uh, blocks. you know, uh, different head sculpt. So it's a different, set yeah. of uh, whatever the bricks are that they have to give you for the head and yeah and and lego is very efficient they have the machines that you try and find it on youtube if you can uh i, th- I believe it's on there but it, it's like a 15 minute uh series maybe bbc did it about going and looking at these different man- companies and their manufacturing and they had one where they looked at uh, or was it the history of lego i can't remember anyways I'm getting old. Uh, <laughs> I promised I wouldn't. Uh, toys, um, the the toys that made us is doing a Lego thing that's coming out here soon. Yeah, that, actually, you know what? Just wait for that because they'll probably cover it too. But the one I'm thinking of showed the floor. There's no humans there. It's robots picking up boxes and moving them around, and these giant, you know, AI robot uh, conveyor belts that just you input what parts you need. And it starts spitting out four of these, two of those, eight of those, <laughs> and then bundles them and sends it on. So, uh-huh. again, if you're going to do the four Ghostbusters, once you've done Venkman, you know, and that run's done, you just plug in the new parts list, and no human has to put anything together. The robots just assemble you a box. Yeah, that so. makes sense. Piece, piece of cake to customize. Now, how are they going to do the packs? That's what I'm curious about, because the packs on the, yeah. the minifigs is just one little clip-on dude. yeah. I'm a little disturbed that everybody wants to know about Slimer's ass and very few people ask about, about the, packs. the proton pack. Yeah. <laughs> the thrower, which we can see, looks pretty cool. And it is it is uh, made up of, I don't know, a half dozen pieces. Uh, okay, you know, so yeah, as a, it's probably something that's assembled at least yeah. in part, right? Yeah, as opposed to um, the Lego ones, which is a backpack. And I think the disc, the Cyclotron disc is separate. Oh yeah, it's like one of those um, little four, like the the little pizza pie uh, pieces, if I remember yeah, right. But, it's, yeah, it's it's um, it that was you know, whereas this one, I yeah, I mean, judging by the thrower, I'd say at least a dozen 
pieces well, that's cool. to make so a proton pack. you get to assemble pack. the pack, you get to assemble uh, Peter, it would seem. Yeah. I mean, this is just us speculating. I don't. Again, we have no, no. information outside of the photo uh, that everybody's seen. So We make very good guesses, though. We have a track record <laughs> of very know. good guesses. We have many uh, podcast bets that have been unfulfilled, uh, as our bookie has told us. Um, <laughs> Not unfulfilled, we just haven't bothered to follow up. I guess that's true. We, we're just we, racking up a tab on, on um, either end. The one thing the Brickheads does that... Uh, it's an interesting shift in Lego philosophy because, and to be honest, it's gone out the window once Star Wars showed up because a lot of stuff needed a brand new piece. Like the whole idea of building it or what came before really has gotten slowly stomped on over the years. So yeah. uh, as you bring in, um, you know, a new IP, the IP holders want it to be closer to what people visualize in their heads as opposed to an abstraction in Lego. So Lego creates... At best, an existing piece with a very specific, uh, not proprietary, but you, a, a bespoke uh, a design graphic on it, which makes it very difficult to repurpose into, you know, like the Ghostbusters door logo with the logo on it. Yeah. That's a white piece that if you're going to use it anywhere else, it's going to have a Ghostbusters, you know, logo on it. You better, you better be making another Ecto or something like that. Um these guys, the special paint is everywhere. Slimer's drooling. Venkman's yeah. got bits and bobs on them. Like, so I think the proton pack is going to be, yeah, assembled. But rather than, and here's the piece that represents the the ribbon cable, that'll be painted on a piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or it'll be a decal. I wonder if there's decals that you have to apply. Do you think those, would those be painted on or would they be something that you add after the fact? Like you that build would, it and then you put a sticker mm, on. I don't know. This but, is another one of those situations where I should just say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're adulting again. <laughs> well, I from what I gather from how Lego operates, again, their machines are all set and ready to paint on whatever you need to paint on once you put the design in sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it feels like putting on decals is a Playmobil thing. I Yeah, it's not necessarily Lego, huh? Yeah, it's not a Lego thing per se. To to, I I seem part of my brain goes they've done it, but I very infrequently. I think I can't can't and I can't off the top of my head remember what the hell that might have been. But, yeah, uh, the firehouse, may Anyway, well, so once we have more information, which which could happen on Ghostbusters Day, stay tuned uh, for that conversation in the second half of the show. But yeah, um, yeah, we once we have that information, we will of course convey it uh, along to everybody. And uh, when we see the packs and Slimer's butt, we will also convey both of those to you as well. Um, so let's move on to the SCTV reunion because this is this is something that I've been really, really excited about. I wish that I was up there in the area so I could have gone to the show. Um, but uh, the, the reunion, the second reunion, I guess, so to speak, for, of the SCTV gang uh, occurred this past week uh, up in Toronto. <laughs> the, the we forgot our camera the first time. Can we do a do-over? Yeah, the, the second city, Toronto, uh, has the tapes of the first one where they actually did sketches uh, because this, I guess this differentiates itself from the first reunion where they didn't. They, the, this one, they were a panel. Uh, they answered questions with Jimmy Kimmel. They showed some clips. They did a lot of, it was sort of a looking back conversation as opposed to the other reunion where they did a few sketches and some speeches. And it sounds like it was a, a different show, but, yeah. uh, but anyway, so this, this happened at the Elgin theater. Uh, everybody was there, including Rick Moranis. 
which we did talk about a couple weeks ago. He was confirmed at the very last minute. Uh, and I know some people have pointed out he's not in any of the photos. So was he there? Oh, did he not show up? No, Rick has, even at the last reunion, he ducked all of the photos. He skipped the red carpet. He didn't want to be a part of the publicity. Um, he, he just wants to avoid the photo, the, the camera's eye, uh, which yeah. all right. It makes sense. Uh, if you're still sort of retired, you're trying to stay out of the limelight. Um, he, he doesn't want to. Uh, he doesn't want f- photographers, paparazzi uh, popping up in his hometown or something, or I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's his choice and that's totally what he wants to do. And I, I just wish I understood it more. It's, um, if I hazarded a guess, <laughs> here's me, the whole thing going, I should just say, I don't know. And then I go right back to, <laughs> I have hazard an opinion guess. on yeah. everything. <laughs> um, this is a rare thing, but I, I bet that. Uh, particularly celebrities that um, uh, choose to withdraw from the limelight get used to, like they now have the perspective of, like, because when people become celebrities, they're like, I miss the days I could go outside and not be bothered and the cameras weren't yeah, in my, my face all the time. my publicist is falling in my footsteps every five feet and, yeah. But this is my life now. Um to, and to be honest, that never really goes away. Even as you get older or fall out of fashion, you're still that guy from that time. Right. And they right. still, and it almost gets worse because they're in your face going, hey, you used to be something. <laughs> Whereas yeah. Rick Moranis pulled back and now goes, right, I remember what this was like. I remember how much I kind of missed it. And now I have it back. I'm, I'm not, I have no reason <laughs> to go back to it yeah. if I can yeah. avoid it. That's just my guess. I, yeah. I mean, that seems, and again, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't blame the guy. I've been, I've been to a few movie premieres, humble brag, but I, I, I don't like walking down the red carpet. Honestly, nobody gives a crap about me anyway. So not that anyone's taking my photo, but it's just a weird, like parading down Hollywood Boulevard on a red carpet, uh, for all of the world to see, like, no, I just want to duck into the movie theater and see the movie. <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So, um, so at any rate, so yeah, Rick is not in the photos, but he absolutely was there and will be in the Netflix special. Absolutely. When that comes out, uh, we don't know when yet it doesn't have a title and it doesn't have a release date. It's much like the Lego Brickheads. We are like, ah, I don't have information. I'm going to talk about it though. Yeah. Um, so well, it's Scorsese, so it may take two years to cut. Who knows? <laughs> well, and with a $70 million budget. Um, <laughs> Reshoot. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, Jimmy Kimmel hosted, uh, was sort of the MC of the evening, asked a whole lot of questions uh, of the group. Uh, they did do a tribute to John Candy and uh, Harold Ramis, so they were there sort of in spirit. Um, and of course, Joe Flaherty, it's funny, Joe Flaherty, uh, in some of the quotes said he didn't expect anybody to show up to the show. So he was blown away by the standing room only crowd that was there. Uh, <laughs> Joe Flaherty, you idiot. <laughs> what were you thinking? All of these beloved people. But, uh, so it was Joe and Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara, Andrea Martin, Martin Short, Dave Thomas, um, apparently one of the cranes, uh, in the, uh, you know, the, the camera cranes that goes over the crowd, kind of like you see at Saturday night live, they named the crane Johnny LaRue, uh, for you ah. TV fans, uh, Johnny LaRue loved his crane shots. Um, but, uh, so, you know, it sounds like an awesome night. I can't wait to actually watch the special. 
knowing Netflix, it will probably hit uh, tomorrow. They'll just drop <laughs> it and we won't know that it's coming, but uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted when it's out there because it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, and it's good, like retrospectively, like the, the next news item here on the rundown, Chris, this this Daily Mail article about Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, it's, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's fun to hear these stories directly from the people that were there. Uh, yeah. to, to hear them speak of each other and their time, you know, Martin Short was on, uh, Stephen Colbert not too long ago and, and speaking about he and Steve Martin. And it's just, it's so much fun to hear these guys talking about the differences between second city, Toronto and second city, Chicago and, and things like that. So, uh, stay, stay tuned. We'll, we'll watch it. We'll report back to you guys because I, I'm going to watch it the minute it drops as soon as it drops. Um, but let's talk about that daily mail article. Cause this, this is one I need your help on. Um, sure. so I will d- disappoint you. <laughs> That's all right, buddy. Uh, so it's the daily mail. So, uh, as everything we, we take it with a grain of salt because it's the daily mail, but, um, they're talking about Ghostbusters daughter by Violet Ramis Steele, which is coming out June 5th. Uh, very excited for that. Um, but they're diving into the Bill Murray, Harold Ramis feud that started on the set of groundhog day. Um, and what's interesting about the article is that Violet and the article writer, and I, I forgive me, I don't have it in front of me, whoever that author was, but they talk about the, the cause of the rift being unknown. Um, that, you know, this, this 22 year feud that was between the two of them where they didn't speak to each other, um, that it's, it's all a mystery. Am I incorrect in remembering something, but didn't Harold Ramis himself write an article for the New Yorker at one point or, or somebody interviewed Harold Ramis for the New Yorker about his feud with Bill Murray. And he was, he was very honest with it that they didn't see eye to eye on things and that he was having marital problems and was drinking a lot and was a a very erratic uh, person on the set of groundhog day. I I swear that I read that somewhere. I don't, I don't recall that one offhand. Although it, to me, it also sounded familiar. This one, uh, it felt like it really hammered a lot of that home, though. Like really cemented it. Like, <clears throat> um, it talked a lot about uh, Harold Ramis legit having some substance abuse problems. Yeah, and uh, and and Violet uh, smoking pot with him as a kid, and. Uh... Yeah, he I mean, had not, not that know, weed had, is a substance abuse problem at this point, but he did, he he did dabble in other things. Yeah. Well, we talked about before, like it was a uh, it was kind of it was kind of uh, 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 hard to imagine. Uh, and and um, the movie, our favorite, uh, feudal and stupid gesture. Just stupid yeah, feudal gesture. Yeah, feudal and stupid gesture. Yeah. Um, All of the he, slimer fuel that was uh, on the Caddyshack set. And he didn't yeah. seem to be anywhere in, like it it really painted him as kind of not uh, involved and we were kind of amazed. Like, how do you, you know, walk through those parties yeah. and, and that, uh, at how that time and not end up in trouble. And it turned out, yeah, he, he was, you know, it was, it was what we were wondering, right? Like, why, how is he not human? He was human. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and you're talking about Murray here, right? As opposed to Ramis. Cause I, I feel like Bill Murray may have been, it's, it's funny. So, you know, Harold Ramis, I picture being like the kind of pot smoker hitting the downers rather than the uppers. Uh, where uh, yeah. See, but see the article did, did address that. There was the bit with his, uh, his earlier wife where she hopped up and said, like some, you know, at a party, somebody pulled out, 
you know, cocaine or whatever. And she hopped to say, I'll have some of that. And he's like, he stopped her going, no, you, you don't do that. And she's like, well, you're gonna, so I will too. <laughs> and that's when he decided. I'm not going to do it anymore. He, yeah. That's when he became the soft pothead. But it, it made it pretty clear that prior to that, he was dabbling <laughs> In the same cocaine and, and booze that everybody else was at the time. And yeah. Lord only knows what else. But um, it seemed, it's you're right, it seemed to confirm stuff we had always kind of heard and only, but only kind of took it one step more. Like, you know, the hints that they got into a fist fight. Well, this point, or an, or an altercation. Well, in this one, it, 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 it wasn't really an altercation between the two of them so much as Ramus lost his cool. And and collared uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, right? like threw it, him up against a wall and was like, "Listen, pal, uh, get your head on. What are you doing?" Um, there was and, so yeah, I, I'm with you, and I kind of remember it too. It just feels this time. And this is why I found it quite, quite remarkable. Was it, it, yeah, it really kind of just stuck a pin in all this, like, and and kind of. It's not like it spilled all the beans. We still don't know exactly what it was that they weren't seeing, like the tone of the movie. Well, what does that mean? And what did we end up with, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, the, it, the beloved it, movie that uh, still holds the test of time. So what what was it that they were in disagreement yeah. upon? Um, was it was it Ramus fighting Murray the whole way? And he got, you know, did we get, he seemed generally happy with it. So I guess we got close to the Ramus tone, but then what was Murray right, right. thinking, right? Like what was his idea what the tone should be? So... Yeah, some mysteries were kind of made less mysterious and others were just kind of questions upon questions. Well, and and granted, again, going back to this being a Daily Mail article, of course, they're focusing and uh, putting a a magnifying glass on the scintillating uh, topics more than the factual. So, uh, you know, when we read Ghostbusters Daughter, there may be more more detail or a, I guess, a a leaner, more articulate story uh, in there, but... A couple of people made a point when I posted it uh, that, you know, we have to take it, uh, you know, you have to be careful because what they say, because this is the Daily Mail. And I was like, in this case, they're taking it from her book. It's from I'm pretty... the book, but it's also being <laughs> rewritten and paraphrased by the author, you know. So Absolutely. I, I just don't think yeah. anything they're saying is is wrong or false. I agree they may be playing stuff up. And and that's that's certainly not beyond the Daily Mail. Sure, sure, I just don't yeah. think we. I just don't think if anybody read it and said no way, Harold Ramis is a saint, and they dismiss it out of hand because it's the Daily Mail. It's like, well, I hate to tell you this, but yeah, you know, at, at the kernel, yeah. at the center of all this is her book, and uh, it sounds like uh, yeah. And she's she's gonna be. It sounds like you know Violet is being very candid about all of these stories. She's not guarding anything, uh, no. not holding anything back, and. It, which I is refreshing. That's great. She's not trying to repaint uh, the history of her father. She's trying to present him as he was, which I'm, I'm actually excited to read. I think what I really liked, and this goes to your your uh, point about they may have been playing up and, and cherry picking information and all that, is the last time we heard a bit from the, the, the book included, uh, oh wait, it wasn't from the book. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was from the uh, the Bill Murray interview. We we uh, the radio interview he oh, did. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The he talked yeah. about going to. Uh, nope, it, it wasn't in our episode. It was my um, my Harold Ramis. Uh, 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 
homage yeah, the, the, episode. The, the mixtape that you did. Yeah, exactly. It where he talks about going to meet him and going and to meet him and it not knowing where he lived. That. Yeah. But what he didn't touch on was that it was like he never explained it was seven in the morning when they arrived at their door with him. <laughs> with a uh, cop, and, uh, with, with a procession of cops and a dozen donuts, I think is what donuts. she says. Yeah. And then, uh, and, you know, kind of uh, bittersweet is that they got to talk, but apparently uh, Harold was not uh, able to talk as oh, much as yeah, at that I, point. I, that's, you bring up a good point because that was something that was new to me too. That, that was in 2010 um, and and Harold at that point was not well enough to speak, which was actually surprising to me that I, 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 I mean, I knew that he had gotten sick, but I didn't know that it, it had become so degenerative at that point because that was yeah. still about four years before he passed so and he did like interviews and all that in between so yeah. it may have been a moment when uh his vasculitis you have uh, good I don't days know and has, bad days or something yeah i don't know yeah. if it has flare-ups but you know uh, anybody who has uh, ms or stuff like that yeah, you know there are or, days yeah. where you can't tell for looking at them and then the next day they may as well have been, you know, just completely uh, debilitated. So I guess it's kind of sad then that, that that was, but, you know, they, actually the funny part too is they talked about, I think they mentioned that it was like, uh, like it made it sound like it was uh, just a little bit before he, he passed, but like so I wonder if the couple. date was wrong on that then. Well, I mean, uh, all of this will probably be answered in, uh, in, in the Violet's book. book so yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll save that, uh, oh, for that shoddy daily it. mail reporting. Come on, daily mail. Get your, uh, don't you have a <laughs> wedding to cover this weekend or something? Uh, don't you on. have a Ghostbusters timeline and chronology like all of us <laughs> in a binder yeah. with careful notes taken exactly. over 20 years? No, no. Who the hell do you <laughs> think you are? Daily mail. But, uh, so yeah, so again, just all the more reason, pick up Ghostbusters daughter, pre-order it. It's up on Amazon now, uh, coming out June 5th, um, still, still working on getting Violet on the show and, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun conversation when that happens, but, uh, check, check it out. I feel so funky. That's great. Uh, all right. So let's, let's get into our second half here, the Ghostbusters day conversation, uh, because that, that I'm, I'm so excited about this. I think that Brickheads has inspired me. Uh, how often have I said that brickheads has inspired me, but, um, I, you know, Chris, we kind of did this, I think last year about this time uh, on the eve of Ghostbusters day, we're about a month out. Yeah. Um, just sort of speculating what we would like to hear announced, what we think they will announce, uh, what we don't think they will announce, um, yeah, it just sort of our general, uh, you know, sticking our finger in the air and seeing which way the wind is blowing before Ghostbusters Day here. Uh, yeah. because I, I have a feel, I mean, knowing that the anniversary is next year, knowing that they have a whole bunch of things in the pipeline, mm-hmm. um, I bet there's going to be quite a few announcements, but I also think there's going to be quite a few things they don't announce that people are expecting. Things like, the animated movie, the whatever the next live action movie is, Ecto Force, things like that. I don't yeah. feel like we're going to get those types of announcements quite yet because I feel like they'll save that for the anniversary or, or for the, just leading up to the anniversary. Maybe something is released on the anniversary or I don't know. But I, I just don't, I feel like we're going to get big stuff, but not that big. Does that make sense? It does. Um... Or do you feel otherwise? Do you feel like we're going to get like a trailer or something for the animated movie? No, I think it's, 
I think at best it'll be a teaser. A teaser or a poster, maybe? Yeah. Something um, something tangible or... Uh, yeah. Or potentially... Like one thing, for example, is when you're this far out, you can kind of affect uh, what you'd get with a teaser by... You, you get some free market testing is what you get by putting <laughs> out like concept art or something like that just to not only get people excited, but then to see what they say yeah. too. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the bummer about that, like with an animated movie, there's a two year production uh, schedule that you have to adhere to. So if, if the movie is going to be released like next year or the year after, I don't yeah. know that they're going to have time to address anything. <laughs> like no. if, if they throw a teaser out there and we're like, oh, oh, I don't but know. At the same time, the the movie slash the 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 AV space for Ghostbusters, they kind of need to keep their hand in somehow, even if yeah. it's just yeah. reminding people that they are legitimately going to make something. Now, again, I don't know exactly how you kind of go and do that. If you're, I, I really don't know, like. Uh, or like an animation <sighs> test. Cause I know at one point, remember when Gendy yeah. Tartofsky was doing Popeye or was going to do Popeye, I guess it got canceled, but he, they released that like 20 or 30 seconds of his concept of it. Uh, and, and everybody was like, Oh my God, that looks awesome. And then of course they yeah. didn't do it. So it doesn't make any sense. There always but, seems to be that stuff lying around. I mean, that's how, you know, Deadpool got made was. Yeah. <laughs> That VFX was, reel, yeah. Was a, oh no, how did this get out? Um, <laughs> but to be honest, we, we, even if it comes down to it's too early to show art, it's too early to do X, Y, and Z, it's too early to mention voice cast or whatever, like it's too early, they can, st- at a minimum if they go, but we are targeting, you know, 2020 or Christmas in 2019. Yeah, like a release date if, or something. If they have, yeah. if they have a window, even not even a, like a hard date, if they have a month and a year and they put out like a little, a little, uh, you know, uh, test piece of the, the doors opening on the, the ecto light, you know what I mean? Like the ecto license plate oh, yeah. and the lights and the, the siren and all that. And it's yeah. like, and just a, just a little, just a little thing, a thing that a couple of animators can put together in a, in a, you know, a few weeks for not too terribly much money. And then they slapped, you know, coming 2019. That's it. <laughs> and that's We're it. In, yeah. Right. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. It's what, yeah, because the the animated movie has been such a mystery lately. Like, there's, I feel like that's something that they're going to blow the doors off of soon, or it's going to remain a mystery until the end of time. Uh, yeah. But, um, so okay, so yeah, so you think there will actually be something? I just, I feel like this is going to be very anniversary centric. Um, knowing that next year is the, what is it? It's the thirty fifth for Ghostbusters and thirtieth for Ghostbusters. Yeah, the thirty thirty fifth. Um, so it, it's very rare that you have an anniversary that coincides for both of the films in such a nice, neat little bow that it can be an anniversary for the first movie, the second movie, basically the property as a whole. Um, like that's, that's where I feel like their focus is going to be right. Like, doesn't that happen every five years? Well, yeah, I guess you're right. The 25th and the 30th were the same. <laughs> I don't mm. know. Uh, although I, I now remember on my website putting up the, the 15 and the, the 10th. Yeah. 15 and the uh, 10. 
Yeah, God, it just back it's, in the old days, I had to post hey, up hey, the news. Remember when you wanted me to rein you in, old man? All by Stuart. myself. That <laughs> blog, I helped invent blogging. Well, you don't know WordPress. HTML three. In my day, there was no three. Uh, Hypertext so. transport <laughs> protocol. You little jerks. Um. I don't even know if that's what HTTP Old stands man, for. Stuart. I went for it. Bring it back. Uh, um, well, well, you see, I used to, I used, I used to post. A, I knew a guy. He used to post <laughs> on a one of those. What do they call them? The 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 gummy IMAX, whatever the g- they were. I forget his name. He's probably who, dead now. Who would do such a thing? <laughs> he was proud of that. Oh, that the picture really of that th- thing was you all know, over that speaking website. Speaking of anniversaries, the IMAX just had an anniversary, <laughs> and I missed that thing. I know. It really was a nice piece. Of, it looked great <laughs> on a desk. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> anyway, I loved my IMAX, and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, I don't know. I have a feeling, and this this is a weird one, but. Uh, we talked last year about how it felt a little underwhelming on Ghostbusters yeah. Day. Yeah. Oh, and that the the live stream with uh, Ivan and was it Ernie? Who was the other person with it? Was Ivan and Ernie, right? I think so. Um, with basically like the LA DJ uh, hosting it, who didn't know anything about Ghostbusters, yeah. and all of us going, ah, uh, dudes, we do it for free. How much did you pay <laughs> well, that guy? Look at his too. hair. Um, that's true. Oh, and we speculated that 2018, there'd be some good stuff because the hype has to start now. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, you can hype stuff after Ghostbusters Day 2018 and presumably before Ghostbusters Day 2019 and, like, inside 2019. Yeah. But Ghostbusters Day is Ghostbusters Day is Ghostbusters Day. That's a... If you want to lay claim to it, you you hit some hard notes. You got to do you something can, big. You can I mean, release I'm, I'm other things. I'm hard pressed to remember what happened last year besides you, that live stream. Yeah. And if you wait, there are some things that it's just too late to announce at you know June eighth, twenty nineteen, because you will be doing big things like uh, maybe a new edition on Blu-ray or whatever. Again, that's just pulling things out of my ear yeah. that they might do. Um, like for example, um, speaking of which. Uh, I don't know that's a hundred percent sure. I think we're definitely gonna get it, but um the uh the the film transfer of the, the test pilot, a real Ghostbusters. Oh right. That's right. kind of gone because yeah. um, he mentioned I think in a post that he he was back to talking to Sony and all that and then it kinda went a little quiet. Well, so yeah, I mean, for example, I, there is there is a very <laughs> yeah. there is a very good thing, by the way, if you wanna hit that there's a new animated com- coming is to say that oh and by the way movies going out and we're going to give you your 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 first high def copy of the pilot thing like that that's a good one coming out yeah, Ghostbusters Day yeah. maybe yeah I feel like that's the like uh, the 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 HD pilot of real Ghostbusters that uh, Bobby eighties Bobby Bobby's toy chest he was Bobby's very chest, yeah. I th- I think he was very adamant that uh, he had talked to Sony and Sony was like they're dragging their heels and. Well, yeah, because they got a big anniversary coming up. They're probably they a big anniversary, and they're so. not. <laughs> I always joke. Remember, uh, what was it UPS had that their ad campaign? You know, a decade ago was UPS moving at the speed of business, and it was meant to impart 
we move fast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me tell you what the speed of business is. <laughs> All right. It was, we'll, we'll, we should, we should talk about that. Let's set up a call. That yeah, takes let's do a call. two then weeks we'll to set up. Then we'll do an all hands meeting. <laughs> then you'll have, then it'll have to run up, you know, several layers of corporate <laughs> and then back down again. And then some things will have to be revised and run. Like, it's, you might no. want to rethink that slogan. Business is not fast yeah. at all. But, um, by the way, Bobby's Toy Chest is a terrible mobster name. It's good for his site. Bobby's but Toy I, Chest, I, yeah. Uh, he, uh, he has kind of gone, shh. Hmm. So maybe it's wishful thinking, but yeah. my wishful thinking is that they said, are we in agreement? And he said, sure. And they said, great. Shush. Yeah. Don't say anything <laughs> until 2019. Exactly. Do not open until doomsday. <laughs> so I put uh, a small percentage chance. I don't think it's a sure thing. I don't even know if it's 50-50, but let's put 30% on. We're going to hear something about... The, the HD uh, pilot. Uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty solid. I would imagine that's that's got to be, or you know, the uh, Fort Detmering scene, which we know that they oh. found the film for. I wonder if there's something there. Although, if if they are planning like another, you mentioned like a DVD, Blu-ray, like anniversary e thing, it would yeah. make sense that all of that is on there. So, yeah, uh, that, you know, it might be the number of times they've sold us the individuals. It might be time to do an all together you know what i mean like yeah, do the big uh batman <laughs> anthology set where it's yeah uh, all three movies as many special features as you can throw at them yeah like there's not really any reason why you know the marvel cinematic universe has the all the movies they haven't done it i mean they're they're eight movies this was eight movies ago, but that first half of the the decade or whatever was packaged up in a shield case yeah, the and stuff phase like that. One just, with the tesseract and yeah, um, you know, I just it just feels like come on, they've. I mean, and we now know there are multiple editions, right? Like at any time you get, they're like, here, get the the four K. All right, that's a low number. They're like, here, just get the Blu Ray. Yeah, great. And somewhere's Walmart sells the here's the no frills Blu Ray. And, and here's, here's the, the two-pack that's just two packaged together pack, for yeah, us. Exactly. Yeah. It might be time for them to, you know, to announce, uh, here's this cool stuff we found that you guys thought was lost forever. It's all, you know, we're going to take all of the extras, uh, re, you know, from the the old laser discs, uh, you know, the stuff that ended yeah, up on the, the criterion the, stuff, yeah. the, the, the cutscene graveyard on the first DVD, all that stuff, like just all the extras all the way up to, you know, uh, Dan Aykroyd and the restoration of the Ecto one and all that, just right. everything just they can get their hands on. That, that seems on like a, a good anniversary thing, doesn't it? Like, and then put it all together. Here yeah. is one to answer the call and an extras disc to end all extra discs you know what i mean like yeah yeah i and it's uh it's a f- four disc set uh for 50 bucks that we'll all happily a four pay disc again. six let's put a bug in sony's ear though what should they like if this was a special case containment unit it's got to be a containment uh, unit yeah right? that i get okay yeah if you made it look like the red containment unit like and it had some definition to it rather than a box with the the thing painted on it. And that's not slacking IDW. You can only do so much with the books. It has to be a 2D print and we love Dan Schoening's art and the containment. Oh, oh yeah, the total containment was great. awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about you you have some some molding to it and all that. And it sits. You can put it on a shelf and it looks like a mini containment unit up under your Yes, do that. But if you've got a thing like I have the Blade Runner um 
the one the that came with one? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the spinner and the st- you know the cells and all that. Like, yeah. if you're gonna do that, I mean, some of it's a no brainer putting in cells and things like that. But if you were gonna do like the shield one with the tesseract, like, don't put a slimer in there. God, you've given us so many slimers, <laughs> and I love slimer to death. But uh, well, we can only have so many slimers. And stay puffs. Like, don't get me wrong, love them, but just man, I'm just trying to think what else. Like what is there something from the movie that's just as I I mean the reason that we keep getting them is they're so iconic, but yeah. is, there, is there something I don't know. Oh, I got it. I win. <laughs> it's a replica of the uh the alarm button on her desk. Oh. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's all and it works. It's like the one it, when you go into Ghost Core, you push the button and you hear Janine and yeah. 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 You, you, you just go. press the button, it's got the little sound chip that does the bring and her going, We got one. Great. There, do that. There you go. Yeah, Done. perfect. All right. So there's there's your pack in <laughs> collectible that goes with it. And yeah. I, that's that's I I would say one hundred percent. I I know that's a bold statement, but I bet that is what 100, they want. Like well, even if they don't announce it at this Ghostbusters Day, that's yeah. something that you, will be released gonna, next year at some point. Yeah. So, in some form, maybe not as elaborate as we were just talking. Because if is you want to be that broad, yeah, I'm with you. Temper our expectations, but um, <laughs> so. but the thing that set this all off is I was going to bring up um, just prior to or at the same time as or p- potentially trying to piggyback on the Brickheads announcement, uh, NECA announced. They were going to re-release their oh yeah their we didn't put that bodies. in the rundown but it's they because it's them, a re-release the it's head a re-release. knockers or whatever they're called head knocker bobblers yeah, yeah they, something like that Slimer and Stay Puff they're really nice I have them uh, really ornate bases like you know Slimer has uh, food all around his base and Stay Puffed has like little cars and all that sort of thing and they're not head knockers so much as their bodies wiggle sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, and they're they're good. I mean, they're good sculpts, and it's but same thing. I wonder, like, so NECA still has the Ghostbusters license. There, there's something that seems like would be a no brainer for a Ghostbusters Day announcement. New NECA products, like if NECA they've product, got well, something that they've they got must, up their sleeves. Yeah, well, because remember, it never really went away. The figure ones obviously seem to have a an expiration date on them, because other you know, um, uh, Diamond Select Toys are the you know, did the, the terror dogs. It's not like NECA can go, here's our terror dogs. Right, um, right. You know, Mattel did their figures. And so it, the, the figures are well covered. I, NECA can't come out and say, here's our figures again. But uh, they held on to some portion of the license because they did the giant oversized Slimers and a number of other things in the last few years. And yeah, today they just announced, you know, here's the Bobblers. And it's, uh, yeah, if you've got it, well, flaunt it, really. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like that's that's the, the again to to really reinforce one hundred percent my my confidence that this will happen. Product announcements galore. I bet Ghostbusters Day is going to have NECA. Let's say yeah. Diamond Select is probably going to show off maybe the next wave of figures or announce a release date for some of the real Ghostbusters figures or something. Yeah. Uh, who else is the license? Uh, a Novos maybe. Well, I mean, a Novos has really already announced all their big stuff, but maybe they've got something up their sleeves. Yeah, I don't know. Like Cryptozoic, the cards are behind them. Did you ever see the dog tags? By the way, that must have been canceled. I never saw the dog tags. No. No. Yeah. It must have quietly got canceled and it never came up again. Yeah. Um, the oh, games oh, are oh. done. 
uh, Spirit, oh, oh, oh. Spirit Halloween. It's a uh, you Ooh. make an announcement in June for this October. Absolutely, you have to. Yeah, I bet like uh, proton packs, uh, whatever, whatever they've got up their sleeves, that's got to happen. Oh God! Well, given all the stuff like uh, Rick and Morty, the portal gun and the ray right. guns and all that, so we, I think, okay, there we go. I'd put an eighty-five percent on Spirit going this year. Uh, we'll have uh, they won't be super fancy. But they'll have uh, goggles and they'll have a PKE Ooh. meter. Yeah, or a trap, or even a trap. Or is a yeah. trap too elaborate? Maybe maybe a trap's too elaborate. No, but it depends on how much you want to do with it. Like remember, wherever they're getting these things manufactured, that store is filled with things with simple little pop open boxes and stuff like that. So they might be able to do a, an inexpensive version of a pop open trap. But the um, goggles and the PKE meter—that's that's fairly simple. Uh, yeah. In descending order, I would say, oh boy, um, I would go PK meter, I think is the most likely. Uh, I think, God, in my head, it's kind of a toss up between the goggles and the, the trap. But but as we've seen from the proton pack that they put together, it's there's not a lot going into them. They're not terrible. They're just not super great or super solid right they're yeah, they're, they're just a cut above they're affordable they're yeah affordable. they're better than the rubies inflatable packs that's for sure but so if you could pick up what were the packs selling for now i can't remember um 70 c5 80 bucks something like that yeah i want to say so going by the the rick and morty stuff and all that i pke meter and goggles in the 20 to 25 dollar range yeah, that, that sounds about right. And that sounds fairly, if you're going to Spirit yeah. of Halloween for a costume, that's still in the somewhat affordable price range. Probably no sound on the PK meter and some fairly simple lights. I don't. Yeah. And maybe a little wheel mechanism rather than properly mechanized for the arms. To um, just make the wings go up and down, essentially. On your own, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same for the ecto goggles. Maybe lights, like all those cheap spy toys they put out for kids that are literally spy goggles and it's goggles with just leds in the in the <laughs> inside the, the 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 lenses sort of thing same thing here just some lights so they kind of glow on uh sort of thing and then <sighs> 75 to 80 for the proton pack i would say doors that flip open and sounds and lights and a, a trigger at the end of the foot pedal I'd say 40 to 45 bucks for a trap. Yeah. I think that's that's about I would say that's probably about right. Like if if it's yeah. If it's the same mechanism <laughs> that the real Ghostbusters trap was, where it's just like a little air that poof, opens the door, you know. Yeah, right? Uh And there's lots yeah. of simple ways around it too. Like the air pops it open, but it has a a click latch that holds it open while the lights and the sound go off. And then you go over and you press a button on the trap. So the doors flap shut again, right? You don't have to, there's ways to cut corners and still give the, the, you know, the vague, you know, the vague theatrical effect sort of thing. Yeah. So, give it a little bit of flair, essentially. Anybody uh, who's tuning in right now in the middle, these are not real. <laughs> No. You and I are just patting no. one another on the back on this sounds yeah, completely this sounds feasible. Great. Well, and and the timing, <laughs> so the timing for the spirit stuff makes a whole lot of sense because if it's, you know, beginning of June and you make product announcements for Halloween, yeah. 
wonderful because everybody's going to just be starting to think about their Halloween costumes. If you're like me, some people yeah. wait until October 29th or 30th. And, uh, but yeah, I, well, I, spirit of Halloween, rem- that's a no brainer. They have, and remember they had to take pre-orders, uh, and then ship them to people in time for Halloween last year, right. meaning announcing it in June, pre-ordering in July, when, when did they announce that pack? Do you remember? Was it I'd was in the summertime, if I remember right? Yeah, it was. And remember, we 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 kind of could see the time frame because they sold out quick because they had placed what they thought would be a a a, a smart initial order, and they got swamped. They probably could have sold two or three times <laughs> know, that amount. Sold but out it, in five minutes or whatever it was. They had yeah. to, they had to go back. And quickly, they could not even fill orders because they had to, in the end, send one to every store. Yeah. Just so they could say the stores got them in. Like, they were, they got overwhelmed. Um, and, and then caught up in uh, whatever it was, February, March, yeah. when they so, were back up on the website. But, um, uh, yeah, so, or, or maybe that's... Uh, if at the very least, maybe they say, hey, we're re-releasing the Proton Pack, and this year we swear we have numbers uh, because we've been manufacturing them for the last 12 months and yeah, they're I ready think, to go. I think, I think that's a given because what we're then moving towards is they can say, come to our store, you can walk out with the full regalia. Yeah. You get yourself a pack, a jumpsuit, the goggles, a trap, and a PKE meter, and off you go. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. That if if you're for if it's, sub, oh my god, the worst, the not the worst, the most amazing part is that's this is about well, how much were the costumes? The nice ones were really nice. That's sub two hundred and fifty bucks. That's like two. That's yeah, not I was gonna bad. Say, that's like two hundred bucks all in. Uh, if you bought and, the if you bought the cheap jumpsuit, that it's oh, sub two hundred bucks, yeah. right? Like just yeah. Wow. And and if they do their deluxe versions like they did last uh, time, where they're a little bit better than the. Uh, highly flammable um, rayon, <laughs> like the ones we had when we were kids with the plastic masks. Uh, the, the repurposed uh, painter's smocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> one step above those where they're 30 bucks. But um, so, yeah, I think Spirit of Halloween, that's a pretty safe bet. Who else, in, in terms of like products, Lego well, looks like Lego's already doing what they're going to do. Playmobil, gonna do. Playmobil maybe? Nah, the the real Ghostbusters just barely came out. Yeah, I guess that's true. Although they could show off whatever's next, maybe, or announce what's next. Uh, but I don't know where they go from here. More ghost characters? Yeah, I don't know. More Ghostbusters think, 2 stuff? I think we'll probably hear about one or two Ghostbuster uh, Comic-Con exclusives. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right before July. Yeah. I don't know what those will be, but we always hear about them in advance and Ghostbusters Day, I think last year, that was a couple of them was, um, cause wasn't a couple of years ago, the Monster High Ghostbusters one announced yeah, Ghostbusters it was the, Day. Yeah, you're right. It was Monsters High and then I think that was the only thing at last uh, year's Possibly Comic-Con. Mattel's HodgePodge. Uh, diorama with Rowan. Oh, right, and right. The, 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 the mini figs. Ecto mini yeah, figures. Yeah. yeah. Um, I still, I still think that was a cool idea. It was I cool. I, I actually saw one in person. I was like, I actually kind of wish I, I got that, but um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about books. We've been so lucky for books, but I don't know. Yeah. Books, uh, books that, w- I mean, a good, a good announcement for a book would be 
wonderful. Um, and I'm not, I'm not playing coy this time. I absolutely don't know of anything don't. in the works. Sorry. Uh, um, Edinburgh Fringe doesn't happen until August, meaning no. they'll, there's no chance oh. that Sony oh. will go. Holy Duh. cow, The Ministers of Grace was a complete success. We're taking it to Broadway. Um, uh, Ghostbusters World. I just slapped my forehead. The, oh the my mobile God. game. They're going to do something for that. That's a no-brainer. Right. Let's just take a moment. And apologize to everybody listening. We're sorry you've been screaming at us for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to announce uh, a release date or show some more <laughs> gameplay or something, right? We got there in the end. Uh, yes, it was very obvious. In retrospect, we admit it was very obvious and we missed it. Uh, why sorry. I should just I'm pick one I person and apologize. It. Otherwise, if we wouldn't have thought of it, everybody would have been screaming and we would have gotten 20 voicemails like, you <laughs> idiots. Somewhere is Michael Tanaka is typing furiously. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think you're right. Um, but that game's not coming out till next year. So what would they show us, right? Uh, or or tell us more details in terms of gameplay and uh, uh, players it's, and yeah. how it works and like everything they've showed us so far. And this only goes back a few months was, you know, like late alpha, early beta. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking it's going to be something. It's been too short of a time. Like if they had something, either they, you know, is one of those things where, you know, the wires are hanging out everywhere, uh, but when they put them all back after two, so what they can take to show is a much cruder, earlier build from, say, Several months back, yeah, but you know um, that ga- that it's coming out next year. It has to come out. Next it has year. to. Like they, I just don't yeah. know what they'd be if they weren't ready to show some of this stuff off two months ago. What could they have possibly yeah. managed to cram in? And if they do, are they just showing us like little test videos again? Like it just, I don't know. Maybe yeah, or t- another trailer or or something. Um, yeah, more details might be good though. Like if uh, there's something you can do in two months, is you, you know somebody with game graphic elements, uh, you know, can animate a little trailer describing the features. And while we're not seeing, like they'll throw in little clips here and there of the stuff they can show off. Mostly it'll be, you know, lightly animated demonstrations of of gameplay features, not. Not and this is a mock-up of what this will look like. Rather, it'll be you know and play with all your friends around the city or whatever, and it'll have little yeah, like posters on the map or yeah, some sort of like a cell cell sheet. You know, like yeah. when arcade games would come out or something. But uh, I don't know. I think a yes, it feels like they should, and b I can't even guess what they'd have to show off. Yeah. Well, okay, so here, that's that's a good segue because one of the things that I uh, was going to say that I would love for them to announce or at least talk about that I don't think will ever happen uh, is a like a remastered Ghostbusters the video game for all of the next-gen consoles or Switch or, you know, I would love to have Ghostbusters the yeah. video game on my Nintendo Switch. I know it ain't going to happen, no. but I love that that – like that's something that I would absolutely love for them to do. Also – the void. I feel like I. I wish that the void would come on Ghostbusters Day and be like, we are going to open one of our arcades in every city, and they're all going to have Ghostbusters, <laughs> so we can yeah. all do the Ghostbusters dimension 
um, because it's so damn cool. I don't know what the cost of the equipment is, but in a world, especially in the States, where haunted houses at Halloween are so big, you know, it, let's put it this way. If Spirit Halloween can pop up for two months before Halloween in uh, every city in North to, America. Yeah, old blockbuster videos and turn them into voids just for Halloween or something. Just for Halloween. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, um, uh, like a travel, traveling roadshow version of the void or, or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, what, what would be on your list of things that you wish they would, uh, announce, but it ain't going to happen. Wish they'd announce, but ain't going to happen. Well, West End Games is gone, so there's no oh, yeah, there's no playing. hope they'll ever put yeah. the road. That system still works fine. There's no reason why that shouldn't be out there. Uh, I mean, it is technically the old version of it, but there's yeah, just like a reprint, a re- do a reprint or an updated version or something. Well, yeah. there's a cup. Co- there's a co- I can't remember the name of the company right now, but they bought up the materials for Paranoia, which was a West End game, and reissued it in one you know, $30 or $45, whatever it was, hardcover. It wasn't all the, you know, the campaigns and stuff like that. Uh, but enough to get you to, to play, um, but it was several base of the, game. Yeah. yeah. The manuals and expansions and all that all into one thing. And you could just use it and play the game in the, in the old, in 86 or whatever, 87, when the role-playing game originally came out, that's what role-playing games were. It was a box with a bunch of boxes and papers and cards and dice. That's not RPGs anymore. It's a book. It's just a book. That's all it is. At best, something like um, The Loop or, you know, Fate or something like that. They may have specialized dice. You don't need them to play. You can use regular dice that you have lying around. But... Wherever you buy the book, there's also a shelf saying, here's little bits and bobs that are made specifically for the game. You know, you can improvise at home or you can just spend another 30 bucks and get these special dice and stuff like that. And that's kind of what I think it comes down to is, um, it'd be nice if somebody did that with the role-playing game and put out that book. And then, yeah, right next to it had the, the, the dice set, which was, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So nine, uh, six-sided dice, eight of which are, uh, you know, green or red. I guess in the original they were red with white pips. Uh, yeah. Laser engrave them or mold them, you know, <laughs> embossed for the love of God, do not paint it on them. <laughs> and then the ninth is the no ghost, the white with red right. no ghost right. to it, right? Your ghost ghost die, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I actually, I failed you. I failed you because you um, you said but won't happen. That one's not implausible. I just I just I, I don't think it'll be announced oh on God, Ghostbusters gonna, Day. No, no, no. I mean maybe next be. year again. That's a good anniversary. Like bring back West End Games for uh, or 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 even just you know whoever is buying out. Like if it's Cryptozoic or whoever gets that license, maybe they yeah. announce they're going to do it, but. Um, uh, if Cryptozoic ever wants to hire uh, a lone uh, expert to <laughs> compile old materials, Chris Stewart is your guy with a with a background in print publishing. Thank you very and, much. And who has his own uh, tabletop game on Kickstarter right now? Uh, go check it out. Oh Hint, boy! Hint, yeah. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. I was, I was, I'll leave that for the final thoughts. Okay. But, uh, uh, that's yeah. a that's a good one, especially in this day and age where RPGs um, and tabletop gamings are really making a big resurgence. Um, 
this is a game that's not like so many games are not targeted at younger players. Yeah, I see what a lot of I see what a, a lot of is um, um, people getting the you know finding the old you know first edition Dungeons and Dragons, and then kind of stripping down using those campaigns and stripping down the the rules. And running kids through those, right, as a, a, a way to introduce them uh, to gaming, sort of thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the die six system is just really, really too good of a system for introducing kids to the idea of, you know, stats based uh, role playing games and all that. So, uh. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I. Dear I have been core. itching. I really want to do it. <laughs> yeah, Eric, if you're listening, let poor Chris do this. Um, yeah, I've been itching to play that that uh, role playing game too. So bring it back so we can all play it. Um, okay, uh, real quick, I've got one more thing uh, that I would love for them to announce, but I know there's no way they're going to do it. Um, Ghostbusters Four or a reboot of some sort uh, with Phil Lord, Chris Miller directing it, and uh, Bill Hader. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Hader, Jason Sudeikis, uh, you know, it, Donald Glover, everybody that I want to see in a movie, they're not going to announce. Uh, I, yeah, I, no. I, I feel that there is a 0.0% chance that they announce a new live action movie. Yeah. Even, even, even saying we're working on one, I just, I don't feel like they're even going to acknowledge that a live action movie is happening. That's unfortunately... Yeah, <sighs> take on reading the room as much I, as I would I, love for them to say, Hey, there's a new movie coming out uh, in 2019. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I think there's, it won't happen either, but I, I, when we've talked about this a million times, I, I love it. If you could just, you know, let creative teams that are interested, not make a movie. Like that's a whole ball of wax if you're gonna make a movie and it's ghostbusters then it better be a summer blockbuster and it's got all this baggage it carries right, with it and, right and, and we've talked you know about the supernatural slash buffy slash x-files style you know um hour series yeah series sort of thing that's great too i think there's room for just you know, here's for half an hour or hour long or 45 minute. I mean, hell, England makes 45 minute. Yeah, like a limited series. Yeah. yeah. And each one is just, you know, here's a bunch of comedians that came up Second City, Chicago. They're going to do the Chicago one, you know, and they'll tell the. <laughs> and it could be everything from somebody's got a clever idea about chasing down a werewolf and the other guys are like a day in the life of the Ghostbusters where it's practically, you know. Uh, my dinner with Andre, sort of thing. Like, there's not a lot of action. It's just a lot of wander around in uniform talking. One room. And yeah. yeah, stuff like that. That I don't think it would cost much, and I think that's a real good way to get people excited about the the huge yeah. possibilities yeah. of the the, uh, you know, the 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 franchise's premise. Clo- Cloverfield series of movies that are Ghostbusters or something like that. that yeah, would be funny. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. Like, I want I want to see you know two Ghostbusters. You know, in a small town, hunting down reports of a werewolf, only to find out it's you know a whole lot of werewolves oh that are trapped God. in a mall. 
they bust into the, you know, it's sort of a Dawn of the Dead style. They bust into the sports store, grab a bat, and then bust into the jewelers to get themselves some silver to wrap around yeah. it. And it's just, it's just, you know, the packs are no good, so we're just going to have to fight our way out. Bats <laughs> wrapped in silver, off they go. Just, if you've got a stupid, clever idea for and dealing with anything supernatural, yeah. just and insert the Ghostbusters in and go have fun with it sort of thing, yeah. right? Like... Come up with a good idea. Make make something cool. Adapt the Marvel model and just do something cool. Make sure that it's good and do something cool. Yeah. And the the proof that this will all work is the fans have been doing it already. Every yeah, time fans point. make a fan movie, it's they're like, we've got a little idea and we're going to run with it. And some have done one-offs. Uh, some have done a handful. Others are doing them practically in series. Was, they do a bunch of them. 80% of them have Oscars. They'll... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but it, anything, everything, right? Like up to and including if a bunch of guys want to do them in university, there's a half an hour. Those three lug nuts in university, and you can use different actors because they're younger. Go yeah, do they're it. They're young and they're up and coming. It's the origin story. We're getting an origin story for Alfred the Butler. Like, uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> but at the same time, I would love to see these guys in university. I'd love to see, you know, somebody did point out uh, there were a lot of, like, in answer the call of, like, here's here's backstory that's off camera. Why didn't we see that? You know, things like that would be fun fun to see. But yeah, yeah. so we'll never hear yeah. an announcement about we'll it. Never but hear I an announcement think, about it, especially in the quagmire that's been left with the 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 films. And I can see why they went to the animated because that's one way around it, like where you can let you can move things forward while letting the rest cool off until you can do another summer blockbuster. Don't just you know hire little inexpensive teams to go tell a you yeah, know just a great little story. Get I've, look at uh, again going back to Marvel. Get somebody like Taika Waititi who did Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Who is he's too big a, now. Well, he's too big now, but but at the same like he's funny, and you look at his body of work, and it's like yes, he's so bizarre and 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 quirky, but it's going to yeah. lend itself well to this bizarre and quirky world. Uh, you know, just yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, this could be a, a four-hour <laughs> conversation. So um, best, the best part is you can do all that stuff. It can be in universe, like prime universe, which means if somebody says we need, you know, Winston to pick up the other end of a phone or something like that great yeah ernie's and, there uh, and, and that's it ernie's got to work a day and he's done you know yeah. although i know ernie wants to jump in and work uh the full six-week schedule but <laughs> uh, or or whatever right like you can have the you know the the new startups and the you know they're they're gonna get their their you know here here's here's the button don't look down the barrel training sort of thing it's and, <laughs> and it's winston right he yeah like, Here's There's here's your so drill many sergeant options. Winston Zedmore. Yeah. So many options and you can move away from the 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 main, you know, trying to do a big blockbuster and none of it necessarily has to step on the toes of any future movies cuz they're little side stories. Yeah, and there's and no pressure on these whatsoever and A lot of little side stories can exist on their own without creating anything that interferes with Yeah, you know, Cobra canonical Kai. line like yeah, bah, totally. Right? Yeah. Uh, well, so anyway, so we want to hear from you guys. Ghostbusters Day, what are your expectations? <laughs> Thanks, Troy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got your hopes up. I'm going to go to bed uh, and cry now. 
<laughs> but uh, hit us up on our voicemail. What are your expectations for Ghostbusters Day? What do you think will be announced? What don't you think will be announced? What would you like to hear? Uh, hit that voicemail. Let us know what you're thinking. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Chris, I have a feeling that I know what your final thoughts are for this episode. Do you? What's my final thought? I have a strong psychic belief I'm that old. you would like to talk oh. to our audience about a certain <laughs> Kickstarter that's going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I would. So let's see here. Uh, as of this recording, 50%? Are we at 50%? 51%. And 51. we haven't even. Tomorrow, tomorrow is the first week of a month-long campaign, so we've had a real good start. Um, so yeah, there's there's three weeks to go, and yeah, now my uh, my life <laughs> is hustling a bit. Uh, if anybody is in the um, uh, well, I'll, I'll you know I'll see you and all that a little bit because I'm coming down to LA next week for GameX yes, to show this yeah. off drum up a little interest um i believe i'll be heading to origins Ooh. Uh, and i know columbus has a team there i don't know if i've ever met any of them but the ohio area must have at least a couple of ghost heads lying around oh, there uh, multiple i know there's multiple franchises out there yeah again yeah. no idea when the heck i'll get a chance to uh to, but it'd be nice to say hi and for all i know some of them are nerds and gamers and maybe at uh origins so uh, things like that. That's just my life is drumming up uh, eyeballs. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's it's the pit. You should tell tell everybody where they can the, find it. And... The pit, the board game. Uh, yeah. I've been posting it on uh, the Proton Charger Twitter and Facebook. Um, and really, I mean, I, I appeal to you all. This is the <laughs> this is my day job, right? Like this is the. Um, and I've, I've, I've tried in the past to, to let people know that, yes, I understand it's not purely Ghostbusters, but since it's being made by myself and a bunch of other people who are uh, fans of Ghostbusters. It's very Ghostbusters inspired. It's got l- stuff leaks into it all over the place. Yeah. One of the alien races is called the Zool. And the team did that. To, 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 they, they, they thought I'd be pleased. And I was, I was pl- both pleased and slightly embarrassed because it was just... <laughs> It's, it's kind of like, oh, guys, everybody's going to think I did it. No, I love you guys. Um, little things uh, like little pieces of art where equipment goes in and it looks like a you know PKE meter, all this stuff. It's got uh, every game we've made. It's just riddled with little Ghostbusters Easter eggs and stuff like that. And I know everybody who's listening you know, might not be a gamer sort of thing, but if you are... Yeah, the pit, the board game. Uh, the links are on the social media. Come check it out, and you know, 
maybe you want to jump in. And even if you don't, I'd like people to, to come have a look because there's things like uh, uh, if people come ask questions, like uh, you know, you, uh, Kickstarter. Kickstarter makes you pledge, so you could, but there's a dollar pledge, so you could come in and ask questions before you commit to buying. And hell, even if you just want to throw in a buck and then come ask questions about the game, that's always good stuff. But mostly, it's just about you know getting it out there. So if you're not the gamer, but your brother is, or your friends are, or yeah, let them know. Yeah, let them know. Just help me blast it out, and yeah, it'll. And and a good co-op game is is hard to find. I mean, there's uh, yeah. Ghostbusters, the board game, is a lot of fun as a co-op game. This this is uh, very similar. You gotta work together, and uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm really glad to see the interest is there, and uh, you guys are really getting some good. It's a really good, good visibility. First week. Yeah. yeah, so we just, uh, we just keep, gotta keep it coming. Keep it going. Um, I, what else should I say about it? It's uh, lots of replay. It is co-op one to four, but the cool part is we based it on a video game, which I know I've mentioned here and there, The Pit, which is a single-player roguelike. So. The it's the board game is in board game terms it's not a roguelike it's a dungeon crawler, but the best part is is we've made the rules so you can scale it down. If you don't have four friends and you're playing with you know a couple of people, you know you just don't pull as many monsters in a room or something like that. But you can play all by yourself, which is exactly how the video game was. You you yourself can face off against the pit and head on in because you know what solitaire that's for that's for old people <laughs> playing solitaire. Hey hey, hey old old man Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Reel it in. It's monsters it in. <laughs> and space marines and guns and armor. Uh, no, it's very, very exciting, man. I'm, I'm, it was, a, it was a very exciting day. I, if I've been very hyper, I apologize. It's one part. Uh, I ate a lot of Maynard Swedish berries before we started talking. Uh, and one part, uh, I wasn't expecting it until yesterday, but we ordered some new copies, uh, test prototypes to take around for playing and showing off and showing to publishers and stuff like that. And um, uh, this time round, the people who did the the prototype for us, uh, pr- uh, print and play games. They're they're actually just down in Washington. I met with them. They're nice guys, and they do not, you know, final production thousands of copies. Rather, if you want like a small run for you know testing or sure, sales sure. or whatever, and they were like, you know, we do boxes. We're like, oh my god, you do boxes? Can you make ours <laughs> with boxes? And they weren't supposed to show up yesterday. They showed up today, and we opened them up. Not only not only we thought we'd have to assemble everything and no they assembled them into the boxes and then shrink wrapped them like uh, it's not a final copy of the game but it's but pretty close right we oh man everybody took their turns fondling them like it was nice. just so amazing to have Whoa, easy a box in the game and yeah so <laughs> I, on the one hand the canadian in me is kind of like well, i'm sorry i kind of you know pitch my shop here and all that but at the same yeah, time you it. know it's it's fun and exciting this is the fun stuff i do on the side i've been doing it for a long time and i've you know never really asked people for for much of anything and i'm still not if you don't dig games don't worry about it yeah, but you fine. know if you got five minutes to come have a look or you know one minute to you know share forward on Facebook to your friends that do like this stuff but that's that's all I can ask that's great yeah it, it may not seem like it but we do have lives outside of Ghostbusters and, and <laughs> from time to time and I will say that every time we make games it's the I'm I I continue to work in my dream job uh, and 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 it gives me one more year of shots to one well, I don't know where I got the one more year from but as long as I'm still in the biz I can keep working towards the day where I 
somebody will let me make a Ghostbusters game. <laughs> somebody. That's that's all. That's all of our aspirations. Just let us I do know, something right? with Ghostbusters. So um, I, that's it's not it's a, not a very altruistic uh, final thought, but unfortunately no, no. for now that's, in the next couple of weeks, that's where my head's at. Yeah, is as as it work, should be. Work, you work, gotta work. Kickstarters are hard work. People, I, I think, take for granted uh, how, how work, hard work, Kickstarter work, work, campaigns work. are. Whoa, whoa, buddy! Sorry, Rihanna. All I can picture is that that pig twerking, and it's weird. But um, so, uh, yeah, check it out. The pit on Kickstarter help support Chris, and uh, yeah, and and definitely hit up uh, our voicemail because we want to hear from you guys for the Ghostbusters Day uh, speculation and thoughts. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll run some. We'll we'll do a voicemail episode here pretty soon with you guys' thoughts. So hit that up, uh, and and leave us leave us a nice long message. Uh, and as you have heard. While Chris was on vacation, if you just want to call and you've had a few too many to drink and you're at home and uh, you just want to vent, that voicemail's there. Uh, we may <laughs> sit on that voicemail for a long time and and put it into a vault episode, but uh, feel free, feel free to call. It's it's there. If you need a, a a shoulder to cry on digitally, virtually, that's that's there for you guys. So uh, please please hit up that voicemail. Um, all right, okay. Until next week. We'll be back. We'll have plenty more to discuss, I'm sure. Uh, but until then, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the other side. Who you gonna call? We thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Let me guess. Gozer was no study. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Hairless Pets. Weird. Now I have Rihanna stuck in my head. Ha ha! Work, 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 work